Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This is Rebel Guru Radio. This is Rebel Guru Radio with best-selling spiritual author Eric Pepin. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash higher balance. Designed by the rebel guru himself, Eric Pepin, Magnetic Pill was made to enhance results with all higher balance training, accelerate sensory development, achieve deeper meditations, better overall focus, and so much more. Go to magneticpill.com forward slash rebel for $10 off every month or get a three-month supply with our buy two, get one free special. Order now and we'll include a free guide listing three techniques you can start doing right away to hone your psychic mind. So this is about time stepping. Yeah. I know time stepping the whole, not the whole positive part of it is to go back to a memory or experience that was horrible and you're trying to recreate it in your mind. It doesn't have to be horrible. Oh, just okay, but that, okay, I'm just talking about horrible. It's just one yeah. isolated. Not right. horrible always, but let's say, for example, I wanted to go back to something horrible. Yep. I recreated it in my mind to make it less horrible so I could progress. Yep. But what if, for example, I took it the crazy route and totally forgot that it happened? So that way I can't really progress because I don't really remember it to time step to it. How do you fix that spiritually? Well, if you don't remember it, you're not going to be thinking about time stepping to it. If you're, if you're searching, you want to be careful that you don't create something that didn't necessarily truly happen. If you feel as some, if something may have happened and you're just were too young or unsure or you feel like you might have blocked it out, then my, my suggestion is, is you, you need to decide if it's something that you want to, to deal with, okay? Uh, I think that there's a lot of stuff in the psyche, unless you're just kind of like, I'm, I'm good with it, blah, 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 okay? If you feel that it's something you need to deal with, I think it's something that you should deal with, okay? So that's, that's my opinion, okay? Uh, we are a culmination of our actions and experiences. Who you are, the t- actually the tone of your voice, how you speak, the pitch, the lowerness, the dialect of it, this is all a product of your life that's created this very moment that you're in. Your body gestures, your, your aptitude of thought, uh, your emotional response to things, this is all, all a culmination. So, if you consider that and you ask yourself about your positive aspects and your negative aspects, okay, then you could say, like anybody, I want to be the best person I can be, okay? And I want to be happy and I want to kind of have my, my head in the right place. And if I've got an issue, I want to get rid of it. I don't want it to become like an issue with my health then because I'm stressing and holding it in there and, and ignoring it, okay? So, by saying there may be something there, okay, 
is the first step of saying, well, let's take a closer look at it, but let's not make any mistakes or destroy a person's life if we're not 100% like knowing what we're doing, okay? Uh, my, my thoughts are is that you can try to do a level of regression in yourself. And in that process, you can try to see if you can bring stuff forward, okay? So let's go through a scenario like that, okay? If everybody's comfortable with that. I don't know. Then everybody will start crying and shit, you know, and smacking their fucking pillows and, ah, okay. So, so you know, um, I'm not sure the nature of the issue, and I'm, I'm trying to be delicate as to, to how to approach this because I don't know how I want to lead into this because I'm not quite sure if it's going to be violence or sexual or, or, you know, what I'm dealing with here. If it's, what's the issue? Do you mind talking about it at all? Okay. Can't no, hear it's not, no, I don't mind. It's not, it's not a violent or anything. It's more like grief. Grief. Like Perfect. Someone and I kind of blocked them out. Okay. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Um, which part about if there were, well, who was the person if you don't know uh, my father? Okay. Your father. And what was your relationship with your father? Oh, we were closer than anything in this world. Okay. So I want everybody to follow my questions because they're, they're, they're for a good reason. I'm, I'm trying to evaluate the relationship and put myself in her shoes. So I'm not quite as cute, but you know, anyhow, so uh, you're, you're, you broke up on that. You just kind of locked up anyway. So, um, um, so it, it was your dad. You had a very close relationship. Uh, did you have any resentment towards him? Um, other than the fact that he passed, no. Okay, so you were upset that he passed. Yes, and I blocked it out. Well, I wouldn't feel that way in my life per se, okay? If it was, you know, I mean, I don't think I've talked to my father in 30 years, okay? So in either case, um, so... Why do you feel that you've blocked whatever, you know, this out or that you feel maybe, and people watch where my mind's going because it's not where you think probably. Oh, why do, why do I think I blocked it? Yeah. Um, I didn't know how to cope with the, the loss or the void. So I went on the numb space where I felt nothing for a while. Okay, so you chose to, to kind of shut it down because it was yeah. overwhelming, yeah. okay? And, you know, I don't know how that works, quite honestly. I, you know, I kind of deal with grief head on and or not at all because it's, I'm indifferent. But um, what you're saying is, is that really that you may be feeling some guilt for not grieving for him. Yes. Yeah. That's why I get paid the big dollars. And it's not that hard to figure out. I'm pretty sure all of everybody here figured that out already. Anyhow, but so the real question then, and this is what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to figure out how I would do a time step for a situation like that. Okay. And it's real easy and I want to walk you through it, but I don't think it would be appropriate to do through here because I think you're going to go through some shit. Okay. Okay. We'll get back to that. No, no, no. So I'm going to kind of tell you, and everybody can listen and think about this, okay? You need to grieve. If you think that you should, there's no question you need to, okay? And without a doubt, it's got a lot to do with issues with you, 
Okay. And I, if you want my psychic psychoanalysis, which I'm sure you do, it's like a free one-on-one. Okay. Uh, my, my thing is, is, and I, I do know a fair amount, like I know about everybody, you know, and I'm the best guy to talk to because I do not have loose lips. Uh, I think it's sacred when somebody shares something with you. Uh, but I, I do know, and I'll talk with what I think you're going to be okay with. And if I'm not, just kind of give me the time out or give me the, the look like you did not just say that, okay? So, but you know, we're all family here, okay? So, you, you kind of have mixed feelings about relationships with men, because you're hetero, and you kind of are disappointed in men in a lot of ways, okay? And you got some anger issues with dudes, I think, okay? And I think that this may all have something to do with that. In our last conversation that I was like, well, you know, Jenny, if you want someone in your life, you're going to have to maybe think about, you know, getting the hair a little bit up instead of shaving it all down and get a little gussied up and perk a few things up, you know, I says, men are men, you know, if you, if you, if you're going to look for that select fucking unicorn, good luck finding him. But if you want to run the gambit and just have to deal with it, like everybody else, you'll, you'll probably find the right person. So fortunately you're looking, you're doing everything I've asked you to do wonderfully. And I, I hope it's paying off slowly. We'll see. Okay. Very good. I'm glad to hear that. And so, um, I think that this now has raised these reflective questions because women, you know, like men, when it comes to finding someone like their mom, ironically, women also have certain daddy issues. And if the daddy issues, which get fucked up because something fucked up has happened, it's going to fuck up your relationships in the future, potentially, not always. And this is always my opinion. But just for the record, I am a certified priest or something the fuck what the fuck am i i filled it in all the paperwork and sent it in which i recommend everybody else does for the unitarian church tell them to and sent you and that uh the, the reason is is that when you counsel people just so you guys know because i know a lot of you guys work with people and i think you guys will work with people uh in order to kind of deal with people's issues and stuff you either have to be a licensed therapist psychiatrist or clergy so if you go to Unitarian Church and you get your Unitarian priest, whatever, it's like just kind of a global, they're very open-minded, it's very progressive, it's good stuff, for a small fee, maybe $39, 100 bucks, whatever, less than I charge, and you will get this certificate and whatever else you want to order from them, okay? And you have to mount it, put it in a frame, and you want to put it somewhere as visible to anybody coming into your office. And mine is right there, but you guys can't see that. Or maybe it's not. But anyhow, the point being is, is that if you give advice and it's bad advice and someone does something harmful to themselves, the family might say, you're to blame. And what right did you have to, to talk to this person or advise them or whatever we feel? It was horrible advice, okay? So that, in a sense, protects you in the sense that you really are representing as a clergy person in the sense, and you're giving that. And we are truly spiritual. We are caring. We are definitely well within that boundary, no question. We, we, we're legit in that sense, okay? It's just that you cannot become a bona fide tax-free church anymore. They just don't do it. So if you're going to be recognized with that ability, then you need to go through one that's established historically.
and that would be the, the Unitarian. And I can also see about posting some information up maybe in the forum with a link so you guys go to the good ones and not the bullshit scammy ones. Okay. Now that I've said that, we can get back to your daddy issues, Jenny. And now that we're discussing your personal stuff in front of everybody, and I do have your permission. I just want that 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 yes, okay? Oh, like you said, we're all family. Why not? That's right. Thank you. So yes, yes. You're gonna say yes. Okay. Uh, don't go too crazy. Don't okay. go too crazy. Oh, all right. Just, yes. just kind of, you know. Yeah, you know, like in the middle. In the middle. I can go crazy. I do crazy real well. You've never seen me at home. Anyhow. So um, or maybe you have, I don't know. But the point is, is this. I think that you are becoming aware that there's a problem there, or at least it's surfacing in your subconscious that you're emotionally starting to think about him or his images coming up, or you're starting to look at stuff that relates to him that you remember he liked or would do or something, okay? And that it's unusual maybe that it's coming up now where it hasn't come up for quite a while, okay? So there's a couple things without going overly deep because I can go really deep and just really dissect. You guys all know what I'm, what I can do. Okay. Having said that, what I would do is do you own anything of his currently? Nothing. Is there anywhere that you might be able to get something of his? A shirt is what I'm thinking, a pair of pants, uh, anything. So just photos. Okay. Was he married to your mom at the time that he passed? May I ask how he passed? Um, coma, diabetic. Diabetic coma. Okay. How old? I think he was like 70 or something. Okay. So where were you when he passed? Here. And he was in Haiti. Okay, so he was in Haiti, you were here, so it's not an easy task for you to go back to Haiti, and you may not have, you know, it may have been a bigger problem, okay? So, uh, lots of hassle, probably not good for timing to get out there fast. Uh, in either case, um, I think that due to circumstances that there's resentment, that's not your fault. It's not your fault, Jenny, and I know everything. Do you understand? If you could have been there, there's no question you would have been, okay? You weren't there, and he wouldn't have wanted you there because he knows what it would have cost. So I can give you permission to not be upset with yourself, but that's something you need to decide on your, on your own, okay? But this is what I would do, okay? I would close my eyes, go to that special place, clear your mind, and is there a song that he liked? that you're aware of? Yeah, there's a few. See, I could do this whole bullshit thing with the ghost thing and say that I'm talking to him right now and, and do all that bullshit, but it would be total bullshit. And I can't bring myself to that. But having said that, I would put together some songs that you think really remind you of him. Because what you're trying to do is when someone passes, I don't want to get into the fact whether they're red cell or white cell. Let's presume that they could be red cell, okay? Worst case scenario. Okay, you are using your consciousness, the power of your thought is immensely powerful. Okay, and you are, in a sense, calling them, summoning them, uh, uh, rebuilding the fabric of reality of their existence. Okay, look, if you believe in time travel, do you believe in time travel? Then, then theoretically. 
no one really ever dies. Okay? So if you were to travel in your mind to that place of your, your choosing, then I'm telling you one thing's going to happen, and it's happened to all of you. Okay? At some point. At some point, you were in your house or in your car or at work, and you were overwhelmed with an emotion about somebody that you care about, okay? And it just was very random, and you felt as if they were there or they were thinking about you or you didn't understand, you know, or, and you may not have given it a lot of thought, okay? Or like, did you, were you thinking about me or whatever? Or maybe they're going to, you would have called them, but you're not going to tell them why you called them. You're just going to say, I, I, you're going to know you felt it, but you don't want to be the crazy person. Oh, everybody's crazy here. Anyway, but do you understand what I'm saying? What I'm telling you is, if you do a good time step, if you set up the situation, did he have a cologne he liked? To be honest, I won't remember that. That's part of the issue. I've blocked on Does your mom remember? Is your mom around still? Yeah, she's around. She probably knows. She remembers quite a lot. So she probably knows. I'm, I'm betting. Smell is very powerful, okay? And it's very psychic. It's like pushed up in your brain next to whatever the psychic sensory would be, let's say. And I think that you need to talk to your mom if you're comfortable with that, okay? And start to build a little bit of a collage of stuff that might jolt your memory. If you were clone, there's no doubt at some point you had to have smelt it. You just don't remember, okay? If you can find that cologne and go out and get it, okay, then that's a step in the right direction, okay? Then I want you to get a big-ass pillow, okay? Yeah, big-ass pillow, like one of those that you kind of can bundle around, okay? For those of us who are small, for those of us who are big, it's a little frustrating. But anyway, so what you're going to do then is you're going to take a little bit of that cologne, okay? And you, you want to use something that's not going to get on your skin, okay? So I don't, I don't know, I say plastic glove because you just kind of tilt it and then you, you, you would dab it. But you're going to put it on the pillow, not a lot, just a small, normal amount, okay? You don't want to overwhelm yourself and be like, yeah, okay? Now, you got your pillow, you got your cologne, you've got your music track that you're going to have for a playlist that you're going to do. And you better think that playlist out. Don't use your best jerking, crying, suffering song. Save that for the peak, okay? All right? You're going to work your way up to that, okay? And what I want you to do is see if you can get any pictures, okay? And any pictures that are going to be with you in the picture with him, preferably, but also, you know, some general ones are fine too, okay? And... What you're going to do at this point, if there's nothing else you can get, I wish there was a shirt or something, but that's fine, is you're going to have your private pledge, you're going to clear your mind, and you're going to start doing the steps in time stepping. And so you're going to clear your mind, you're going to work on your breathing, you might even do a countdown slowly and tell yourself to relax and whatever, okay? And as you're, you're kind of getting relaxed, I just want you to turn on the music, not loud. It's very important that it's not loud, loud. You, don't, you just want something in the background, more or less, okay? And you're going to close your eyes, and you're going to visualize you on an airplane. And you're going to visualize the whole process of being in the plane, sitting next to the fat guy, fighting over the armrest. You're, no, no, it sounds silly. I get it, but I'm being dead serious, Okay. You're going to take what is 
typical for your experience that you remember from shit from traveling on your everyday life, okay? And to make it real for your mind, you need to build that story. And that's what's going to make it really powerful in your mind is that you're using all these accurate details that you're substituting in, okay, to create a story. And then the final one, you're going to make it the way that it really should have been. Okay. So then what you're going to do is after you go through your flight, you're packing, you just think about packing. Don't even turn the music on yet, by the way. Okay. I'm getting ahead of myself. You're going to go through all these motions. Okay. And you're going to see yourself getting there. You're going to get yourself a taxi or whatever, have somebody pick you up or whatever, bring you to the hospital. You're going to think about your anxiety going up the fucking hospital into the room and stuff. And you're going to walk in there and there's your dad. Dad's in a coma. Okay. Dad is, is there and you're going to go through the emotion of remembering about how you felt at that moment. And you're probably going to cry. You're probably going to feel emotions and you're going to go over and you're going to have privacy. It's just you and him. And you're going to crawl in that fucking bed with him. And you're going to lay down next to him. And you're going to draw his face up to yours side by side, your hand on him, and you're going to hold him, and you're going to feel him breathing, and you're going to feel his presence, and you're going to feel the smell of who, his, who he is. Everybody has a certain body, okay? And then you're going to whisper in his ear at the same time whispering out loud now, and you're going to tell him how he was the best dad in the fucking world and how happy he made you. And what a wonderful person he was. And you can say, sometimes you had your off days, Dad. But your good days were better than your off days. Because everybody deserves a ticket to, to have off days, okay? And you're going to hold them. And you're going you're gonna to tell them that. And you're going to listen to the music then. You're going to play it. And in your mind, you're going to hold that pillow like you're laying right next to your dad. Okay? And you're going to focus on smelling that smell. And when you look at your dad, you're going to see on him a slight smile because he's in a coma but the mind is still probably there and you're going to feel that from him and you're going to feel completion because you finally got to say what you get to say and in a coma people still hear everything okay and you're going to let him know how important he was to you and how much he had an effect on your life and how much in the future he has an effect on your life he's still alive you know, there's an old saying that I like, and I think it's true. Uh, and this is for really red cells, okay, but for everybody. The soul is always alive to the last person who remembers them. Does everybody understand that? The soul is alive to the last person who remembers them. And I've talked about this before. I have my old Oma, who I was around as a kid, not as an adult, but, you know, I still think of my old, old mom, my old grandma, that means, you know, great grandmother, okay, to this day. I mean, I think about her probably once a day, if not every day, because she is the one who, who really pointed the direction of what kindness was and true love and true compassion. And she's the human being I wish I could be and that I aspire to be as much of as I can. So as far as your, your dad goes, that's what you need to do. And you need to know you did nothing wrong. Nope, absolutely. And he knew. He, he had to have known. He knew long before the coma, long before that, he, he knew, okay? That's no fucking time-stepping or anything. That's a fact, okay? So you have no business being upset with yourself. He already knew how you felt about him, how you loved him, 
all of those things and how painful it would be for you not to be there. He knew. Got it? You got it, and I'm going to go cry. Well, you do what you got to do, sister, okay? <laughs> Thank you, though. I appreciate it. Well, it's the truth. You know I get in trouble because I always say what I think, and not everybody agrees what I think, but I agree with what I think. <laughs> A lot of people ask us, where is the best place to start with our courses and material? The fundamental backbone of everything in our catalog is the Foundation Meditation System. This is a unique meditation technique geared to the purpose of absorbing prana, stimulating key regions of the body that enhance sensory development, and allow one to tap into a source of unbridled spiritual energy. Foundation Meditation can be learned in our book, Meditation Within Eternity, or you can visit our website, foundationmeditation.com, to acquire the audio course. Again, that's foundationmeditation.com. Each of Eric's books comes with a secure readers-only section online that contains a treasure trove of complimentary free training material. When you add up all the free training you get with each book, you have a combined total value of over $1,000 in additional content. This includes classes, guided meditation exercises, and more. Digital and physical copies are available at higherbalancebooks.com. Order the set on discount now, and we'll also send you a free guru deck in the mail for physical orders. Again, that's higherbalancebooks.com. Go there now, order your set, and join the growing movement of spiritual adepts. Follow us on Instagram at higherbalanceinstitute, all one word. If you like this podcast, please subscribe on iTunes and leave a positive review to help others like yourself find this knowledge. If you would like to support this podcast, please visit our online store at higherbalance.com. When I was young, I recall sitting in the back seat of the family car as we drove somewheres, probably just to get away. I remember seeing the rivets of the back seat, the leather contour, the fabric and texture of the floor mat. I was small. I remember looking upward through the window, seeing the reflection of the glass of myself, a metal lining along the glass trim. I could only see the trees and the sky moving by. I thought I could touch it, so I did, reaching my hand out the window to touch it. I felt it. I felt the air pushing and moving beneath my hand and the warmth of the sun upon its back. I think it was at that moment I began to awaken knowing that sometimes when you want to find something, you don't always find it in the way that you think you're going to. You see, my hand, it moved against the wind, pushing, weaving, feeling it, touching it, and the sun warming, soothing, healing. Somewhere in between, I flew. 
higher balance, we think outside of the box. A new kind of spirituality, a new kind of meditation, a revolution in consciousness. Thank you for listening to Rebel Guru Radio. 